Hey everyone, this is Chris, and uh, today's episode is one that we uh, recently did for our YouTube channel, but uh, I was aware of an error that I made on that in that video, um, so I got the chance to correct it. So at some point, uh, you might hear a slight different sound to the audio because I added this insert. Uh, my apologies to Michael Jai White. Um, I accidentally called him Captain Boomerang, and went on the tangent that you do about Jai Courtney and how they tried to make him a thing. I'm like, that's not fair to Michael Jai White. Michael Jai White is awesome. <laughs> he deserves an apology. Um, I guess Jai Courtney does as well, because, I mean, he can he, he can take his lickings a fair bit. Um, and Jai Courtney was great as Captain Boomerang, um, but it was the Jai part that threw me off, and I, uh, I unintentionally dogged Michael Jai White. Um, which I didn't mean to, because Michael Jai White is awesome. Anyways, on to today's episode. I hope you enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Chris, and you're listening to slash watching One Cross Radio. And today we are joined by nobody. It's just me. I'm in my living room. Uh, it is day... I don't know, man. Day whatever of the quarantine. <laughs> the days are uh, really bleeding together. Um, and originally I had something else in mind, but that something has been postponed uh, to a later date. And I can't wait for that date, actually, because uh, I'm really excited to do that episode. Um, but I still wanted to record something, so I thought this could be fun. <laughs> Uh, we'll see how fun it is. Um, it's also repurposing some uh, some frustration that I've had at other things. I mean, like, oh, I can rant about nonsensical things. Um, and nonsensical things being nonsensical. And uh, today we are going to rank the DCEU. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> um... I want to, I so badly want to enjoy this more, man. I want to enjoy DC Comics, uh, comic book live action movies so much more than I do. Because, really, they're, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just, I can't words already. I need to make better word mouth, as Christian would say. <laughs> uh, which I'm pretty sure is a Brooklyn Nine-Nine quote. Um, Alright, so let's see. One, two, three... Four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight movies. <laughs> and how many of them would I actually call good? Mm, definitely two. Eh, maybe three. Uh, half are better than all right. Uh, but then... Ugh. Uh, and that's the thing. None of them are great. Um, most of them have great parts. But uh, none of them are none of them are great. So just um, just as the normal heads up when we're going through uh, rankings, um, some of these are kind of done as uh, I want to say best slash most enjoyed um, and worst slash most disappointing because one of the movies could be objectively worse. Like it was it was made much worse um it's not as well put together as a film but the disappointment factor is uh 
man, I looked crazy there. Uh, but the disappointment factor is, uh, is much higher. Uh, so that's what can kind of affect the rankings. Um, I know in an old, 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 old blog post, uh, when I was going through the Spider-Man movies, or I think I did that with Steve, while, uh, I'm like, Spider-Man 3 is still the worst. Like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 is potentially worse made, but, uh, Spider-Man 3 is much more disappointing so that's the kind of thing there so we're gonna go the best slash most enjoyed to the worst just because um i'm sure inspiration will hit as we go um so starting it off i originally i thought it was going to be wonder woman but uh surprisingly that's that might not even okay it's it's tied for number two, but number one is uh, Shazam, which really, really surprised me. Um, Shazam, I would definitely say it's, it's my most enjoyed, but I'd probably say it's DC's best movie. Um, it had a good take on the material. It was as silly as it should be, because as much as I enjoy and have grown to enjoy the Shazam character, um, there is an inherent camp and silliness to it. It's a, uh, it's originally a child, but then an adolescent, a, a, a preteen, um, or just an early teen, uh, who gets powers where he goes into an adult body. That's, <laughs> that's not... A thing you can do a fully serious take on. Now, I'm sure you can, but not in the guise of a superhero movie. Um, and I thought the original Captain Marvel <laughs> uh, was really well put together. The entire cast did a great job. Um, and it, it still had some flaws, but uh, the, the nameless CG representation of like sin and greed and all that, you're like, okay, that's, that's the weakest part, but... The main villain, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was really solid. Um, the the kids did a great job. The adult versions of the kids when they got cast was great. Um, Adam Brody being uh, the older version of, I can't remember his adopted brother, but Fred, oh, Freddy. Yeah, the older version of Freddy. Like, Jill and I just looked at each other and were like, that is, that is spot on casting. That's amazing. Um... But Zachary Le Levy, Levi, he did a fantastic job. Uh, the original marketing was all right because it's showing him fleecing or whatever the heck it is the kids call the thing. Um, but it was better than the marketing suggested. And part of the hook for me in seeing it was in the trailers, I saw uh, the convenience store where they where they buy the beer because, of course, it would. It's a... It's a preteen, now in an adult body. <laughs> of course he's going to. Uh, he, that was uh, not even a block, maybe a block away from my house. Uh, I've boarded the bus across the street from there. I hop off the bus, like right in front of there. Um, but then also shot around Toronto, Danforth Tech, Victoria Park Station, um, Warden, Warden Station. Um, that got me so excited. Uh, just seeing old old neighborhoods and areas that I had grown up around and currently live around. That got really exciting. Um, but then I, I also do enjoy seeing comic book movies where I don't have as huge the vested interest. Um, I'm only per peripherally familiar with Shazam um, from the DCAU cartoons when he showed up in Justice League. Um, and then the 
DC animated movie universe as he's shown up and I'm growing to oh and of course Young Justice um I'm but I'm really growing to appreciate him more so I'm I'm starting to read more of his comics um and Steve did an amazing post a couple years ago detailing the uh the complicated and rich and confuddled um history of the legal rights to the name Captain Marvel cuz Shazam was the OG Captain Marvel well before it was Marvel and then the current Campbell da Carol Danvers Captain Marvel and then there's a couple pr British offshoots in there but I digress Shazam was a very very pleasant surprise I enjoyed it a lot it could have gone with some of that uh teen comedy but it, it it avoided it I mean yeah he went into a strip club you didn't see anything and then later when the family's fleeing and they show up the older sister chastises him for it and that that made me laugh a fair bit um I really dug the the movie and it's it's stance on uh the importance of family but in this case it was like the family who adopted um there, there's some really good subject matter in that. Um, so yeah, that is DC's best movie uh, so far. I can't wait for uh, for The Rock uh, to be in Black Adam. Um, and where I, again, I'll you know what I'll make the distinction. I'll say it's my most enjoyed. To me, it's the best because um, it it didn't suffer the same third act problems that Wonder Woman suffered, and that's what edges it out. Um, which actually, you know what? Yeah, uh, it'll lead me into, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Wonder Woman being the second best. Um, but with an asterisk, it, it's almost tied with, uh, with Aquaman. Aquaman, I found to be really, really good. Um, it's third act is where it shined. It's first two acts where the hopping around a bit is it's all right um and i enjoyed a number of the performances some of the cast you could argue was distracting but i was still in um but it didn't have as solid of a first and second act as wonder woman did uh wonder woman was so well made um till the third act and the performance by gal gadot was outstanding uh Chris Pine as Steve Trevor almost almost stole the show. Um, I almost called them the Howling Commandos, but the people that were with her and her team, uh, they were interesting. You, the shot where they liberated the village was cool. Um, and her stepping into No Man's Land. There was so much powerful imagery. And something I really liked about it over, say, another recent DC animated movie I watched in uh, Superman Red Sun is... Uh, Wonder Woman's been always a great feminist icon and a, a great feminist character, um, but they and they had a wonderful fish out of water story with her, but they didn't have, uh, they never had her go all men bad like the world of man bad, uh, but then they also, she pointed out how some of the women in that world were bad, and she's pointing out like mankind bad. Um, Whereas Superman Red Sun recently, they legit had Wonder Woman go like, men, all men are bad and all that. So I appreciated that they didn't do that in the uh, in the movie, which I wasn't really concerned about them doing it. But a lot of people were because, hey, woman superhero means, shut up. Uh, Wonder Woman was a great film, uh, which is why I... I the third act is where it loses. It just descends into a dark CG mess. Uh, you do have the Steve sacrificing himself piece, which you're like, whoa. And then that does impact her in the way that it should, as it would any character. Um, but it's just, it becomes a hard to see 
dark CGI mess, which was a problem with the DC movies up till that point. It happened in Man of Steel. It definitely happened in uh, Batman, Superman, Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman. Um, and to an extent, Justice League, just they, they brightened the tint. Um, Aquaman, it Aquaman and then Shazam, I'd say. And you know what? To give credit where it's due, Birds of Prey um, is where they definitely... Uh, got rid of like, hey, let's brighten the lighting at least. Um, yeah, it's going to be CGI because we have to, but uh, it, the third act got better. What made me for a while have Aquaman edging out Wonder Woman was because the third act, you had a giant CGI battle, but the story did necessitate it because um, it is a group of opposing forces. Atlantis wants to swarm the world and Aquaman with various people is trying to stop that from happening. Um, so then it does start with a big CGI army fighting a big CGI army, but it's underwater and well lit and multicolored. So you're like, I can see everything. And then the final fight is down to a one-to-one -one personal fight with people like cg around but not nearly as much so it's it's third act and final battle was it, that one actually might be the best um but on the whole it's not as good as as wonder woman third act better but yeah so we'll go <laughs> shazam wonder woman aquaman um surprisingly i'm gonna put birds of prey in next um which like I said, when I did the, I think I did a full episode on it, or I addressed it in a Let's Talk About, um, I was very, very pleasantly surprised by Birds of Prey and the fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn, if I'm getting the title full. Uh, sorry, one sec, tea. <sighs> Apple cinnamon tea, yeah. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised by that movie. And it, you could tell, it was what Suicide Squad should have been and was, I think, trying to be at first before studio interference and changing the ratings and all that. Um, it's still flawed, but it's got some surprisingly enjoyable performances. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is great as Huntress. Um, and she's very deadpan, so that's a lot of fun. Um, Margot Robbie, to me, does a great job of of this version of Harley Quinn, which still isn't my favorite take on Harley Quinn. Uh, that will always be from Batman the Animated Series. Um, but this is still an interesting and cool take on it. Um, the, the other characters get their time to shine. Ewan McGregor is outstanding as Black Mask. Um, if you haven't seen it yet, just a heads up, it's rated R. I completely forgot it was going to be rated R. Um, so we got one F-bomb, and I was like, oh, wow, they really flippantly used the one F-bomb you get in a PG-13. Most of the time in a PG-13, they, they use it, and you can see it coming within the scene. But they just dropped it, and I was like, oh, geez. Um, and then they dropped it another time. I was like, oh, Oh, okay, this is rated R. I forgot about that. Um, the one issue, the the okay, two issues. Um, the two, uh, the issue with the film that I had is uh, the wasting of the character of Cassandra Kane because that character is not Cassandra Kane. That's just a case of let's just take the name so we can say we have a Batgirl in this, but that that character 
in that movie could have been anybody. You could have just given her an original name. And you should have. Uh, Cassandra Cain has a rich character history, has a devoted fan base, and nothing there outside of, hey, she's Asian and a younger woman, um, is anything connecting her to Cassandra Cain. Um, that that bothered me a lot. <laughs> but the rest I, uh, the rest I could go with. Um, the other th credit I want... Oh, the other issue I had with it was... The marketing. The marketing was pretty terrible uh, for this movie. You did not know what this movie was from the trailers. And I'm not even saying, like, uh, the trailer has to tell you everything in the movie. It doesn't. Uh, in fact, it's crap when it does, which uh, we saw with Batman Superman. Those trailers were terrible. Um, they showed everything. Um, and yet, anyways. Um, the, the marketing was just really off. You... you when you got to the movie, you were like, I didn't know this was a breakup movie. I didn't know what was motivating anything about this. Um, and that's that's the thing. You have to have an idea about the story, what it is. So you can show some things, not everything. But this kind of showed nothing. And the stuff he showed, it was just haphazardly thrown together. The marketing was was not good for, for this movie. Um, but it's, it's a surprisingly good movie. Okay, so that's the top four. Let's see. Um, you know what? Next, I'll put I'll put Man of Steel above this. Um, and Man of Steel still has flaws, but Henry Cavill is great. I remember the excitement I had from that trailer. Uh, the shots of the the ground interacting with Supes is about to fly. Supes flying is great. Um, Man, the trailer got me so excited, um, and I loved the idea of the army being against Superman, especially the U.S. Army, because especially in, I don't want to do the current climate thing, but let's go with, like, in today's world, would any government, but stereotypically or not, the U.S. government be a-okay with an out, an off-world alien showing up to protect it and just being like, trust me? No, no, they wouldn't. No country would. Um, so I did appreciate that take. I loved Henry Cavill's performance. Um, I enjoyed uh, Zod in the movie. Um, Amy Adams was great. There, there are flaws, though. Uh, Superman did not nearly save enough people. Uh, the final battle, lasting like 45 minutes, stretched over just action scene after action scene after action scene, does get tiresome. I really do want to rewatch this. Um, and upon a, a rewatch about a year or so ago, I was like, you know what? It's flawed, but I can still dig it. Um, it's the next snap I was completely fine with, because... As I talked about in a, a Superman podcast episode recently, he has killed before, and Superman will kill if it's absolutely necessary, which I thought this movie made it show it was 100% necessary within that scene, within that context that he had to kill Zod. Um, the take on Jonathan Kent, um, though the performance was really solid, the take was troublesome because he's never been like, well, maybe you should let people die and uh, just hide your powers kind of thing. Like, that's, no, that is not Pa Kent. Um, and the the CG battle towards the end lasting as long as it did, it, it got a bit bloated. Um, so it, it's a flawed, uh, a flawed film, but it, it's still enjoyable. 
Um, next up, we'll go with uh, Justice League. Uh, what stops this from going higher is how you're going to take some of your most loved and well-known characters, rush a movie, and have it only turn out okay. How? I mean, you could... Uh, the part of the problem is the rushed nature of it. Um, Billy Business did a fantastic episode about Justice League on it hot, on the hot takes, on his hot takes podcast, and it reminded me just how much trouble there was behind the scenes with it. And uh, the issues that, like, Zack's original vision going, which could be for better or for worse. Um, if they ever release the Snyder Cut, I'm in. But to my knowledge, like, they're going to have to film a lot to get that done. Um, <laughs> and the transition to a different director who's making a very different movie, um, them being like, look, can we put this on pause? But because of a merger and execs not wanting to lose their bonuses, being like, nope, you gotta. Like, there's so much studio interference in this and different voices. There's no way this... You could debate. It turned out being even better than it had any right to be. Um, but it's still, it's 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 quite flawed. There's some really enjoyable moments. Um, Superman, towards the end, this is the, uh, out of the DCAU, this is the, uh, sorry, the DCEU, this is the best Superman has ever been because he's hopeful, optimistic Superman. He actually saves so many people. Uh, the race with the Flash at the end was, I thought, a really nice ending because it's a nod to the comics. Um... That scene where Flash is like trying to sneak up behind him, but then Soup's catches catches him, and he's like, oh, "It's so funny." Um, I did appreciate him being saying to Batman, "Like, do you bleed?" That was a nice. Uh, that was a nice follow up. It's it's got so many flaws though. It's it's too rushed. Um, Wonder Woman is great. The performances are good. Affleck is good. I feel really bad for Affleck. I agree with Mike when we talked about it, uh, when we were talking about um, Armageddon, uh, Independence Day, and then Armageddon. Mike said, Affleck's a good Batman. He just hasn't had good material to work with. Work with. I agree. In this one, he was, he was Iron Bat. He was Iron Man as Batman, but that was what he was being told to do. And then in Batman Superman... He was Frank Miller's murder Batman, and the performance was great, but that's not my favorite Batman. Um, and there's so many... I've uh, There's issues I have with that, because there's lack of story options with that take on Batman. But the performance was really solid. I would have loved to see Bat Affleck get to play a regular... A, a, a proper Batman, shall we say. That's not to alienate the Frank Miller fans, because I get it. I enjoy that take on Batman in small doses, but for a shared universe where you're supposed to do re reoccurring characters, uh, that's not going to work, because why wouldn't Batman... Batman kills, so he just killed them. They couldn't be reoccurring. I digress. Um, Justice League had so many flaws. Um, it had some moments of goodness, but it is in no way what it could have been. Uh, it had Betty... It had... It was better than it had any right to be, given all the issues, but it's still not good. Uh, so that's why it's down this low. Uh, you know what? Next, I I recognize and I, I understand that Suicide Squad is... <laughs> it is worse than Batman Superman. But remember that distinction I made up top about how... 
more disappointing <laughs> gets it lower for me. That's why this. That's why Suicide Squad is not the bottom of the barrel for me. It's not. Um, even though it is worse than the next film, it's Suicide Squad is a mess, an absolute mess. And there was a lot of studio interference. It was riffing off of Guardians of the Galaxy with the music, but it was honestly like a toddler with an iPod shuffle. Um, so many things just didn't work, didn't make sense. And the CGI beams and shaking body villain. It, it's just, it's a bad movie. It really is. Um, that being said, I enjoyed Will Smith's Deadshot. I enjoyed Har uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. Uh, and I especially enjoyed... The movie made Jai Courtney good. Or or they finally got a good performance out of him. Which is, is pretty impressive. Because for a while, they were trying to make Jai Courtney a thing. And that just, that just wasn't working out. Uh, but him as Captain Boomerang was outstanding. Uh, Affleck showing up as Batman in a brief cameo was great. Uh, the Flash showing up in a brief cameo was great. Um, Jared Leto's Joker... You know what? I dug it. I, I really did. There's aspects I didn't like about it. Like the, well, how are we going to know he's damaged if he doesn't have it tattooed on his head? The look I didn't like. Um, but the, and, oh my gosh. If I have to read or hear one more time, like, oh, he's so method. Like, he sent all this gross stuff. Where it's, shut up. <laughs> Just stop it. Uh, that does not necessarily mean he's a good joker. I did, I did enjoy his take on the Joker because it, again, focused on something that we hadn't seen yet. Um, like, it really did focus on the crime boss, which we saw a bit of uh, in the Heath Ledger Joker, although that was pure anarchist Joker. Um, and the, the Jack Nicholson Joker, although that was mostly Jack Nicholson and less the Joker. Um, but it had the mob boss mentality piece, which was... It, it was... It worked. But then also... Uh, the uncomfortable sexual nature with that character that exists, that's existed for ages. But each on-screen Joker has been able to bring something to the table that the others haven't. Uh, and this is no exception, so I appreciated that being brought forward in this movie. Uh, I have yet to see Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but that's not a DCEU movie. So, that's not on this list. Uh, and then finally, in last place... Um, is Batman Superman Dawn of Justice. And why I put this worse than Suicide Squad, even though I know Suicide Squad is a worse film, is that Batman Superman is so infuriatingly disappointing that, of course, it's going to be at the bottom of this list. It's so frustrating. <laughs> from a marketing standpoint where the trailer reveal like got us to the third act so why the heck would i go see this movie when i know it's going to come down to friggin batman superman and wonder woman teaming up to fight doomsday and that's a terrible version of doomsday like the marketing crap the logical gaps in the movie crap I get, to give credit where it's due, the ultimate cut answers a lot of criticisms, but it still doesn't make it great. Um, it really did feel... It was five movies in one. It really was. And it's just... Ugh. Other people have articulated 
what's wrong with this movie better than I can right now, clearly. Um, but the motivation for having Batman and Superman fight was weak. Uh, they answered it in the ultimate cut. Um, ha Lex Luthor's incredibly convoluted plot was ridiculous. Um, I didn't have as much of a beef with that take on Lex. It was different, um, than what we had seen so far. And especially on the big screen, because on the big screen, Lex has also always been hack Lex, where it's all about real estate, land, and land owning. So it was like, okay, we're getting the evil genius Lex. Um, but they did it really weirdly. Um, yeah, it's just, it's bad. Okay, <laughs> like Wonder Woman's just there, and I was fine with her being there, but they could have explained her being there better. Um, the motivation for Batman to Superman and Superman to fight was kind of weak. Um, the Martha, the Martha of it all, uh, you can boil it down to that. Um, Superman dying was unnecessary. Uh, they really rushed to the death of Superman. Batman in the final fight was inconsequential, and that should never be Batman. Um, Superman being the one to get the the kryptonite spear was useless, just because then the only reason that had to be the case was for him to die. That should have been and could have been Batman. Um, especially because he has to be in the background anyway, and then have him use a back gadget to launch it. It's, it's just really, really bad. It's, it's the most disappointing because you can see the five or six different movies in there and how they could have been good movies. Um, heck it just take, uh, again, uh, hot takes with Billy business. I think as they were taking this movie, um, Take Batman's stuff and put it on Lex, and that's it's compelling. Um, Batman should have had his own movie. Superman should have had his own sequel. Um, and I'm still really hoping for a Man of Steel too, because Henry Cavill is outstanding. Um, yeah, it's it's the most frustrating and the most disappointing for me, uh, and that's why I've got it at the bottom. Um, yeah, so there we have it. That is the uh, the DCEU ranked from best slash most enjoyable to worst slash most disappointing. But what are your rankings? Let me know in the comments um, or if you're commenting on the website, drop me an email or anything like that. I'd love to know. And out of the many, many rumored, but we don't know where they're at, um, many rumored upcoming DCEU movies, what ones are you most excited for? Wonder Woman... Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is coming up next. Um, we know Black Adam's coming, so I'm super excited about that one. I'm excited about Wonder Woman 84, uh, but there's been... Uh, New Gods is in development. That's been rumored. Nightwing is both in a, in development, but also postponed or canceled. Uh, same with Batgirl. Same with so many of these movies. Uh, but let me know in the comments what ones are you most excited for. And with the DCEU, do you think they should... Just focus on standalone. Would you like another Justice League? and Or should they just kind of be like, we're done, and then we'll try again? Um, not one, not saying you have to reboot, but it's it's worth the topic, uh, worth the conversation, I think. It, it, it's a fun conversation. And we need fun, because things are not fun right now. 
Anyways, let me know. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed this uh, this video on this podcast. Love you guys. Praying for y'all. Be safe. Have a wonderful day. And God bless, my friends. Peace. Thank you.